This is the Great Financial Sense Podcast, Episode 4. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, James. How you doing? I'm doing great. Another beautiful, real winter morning here in West Michigan. Yes, we actually got some snow and plenty of it out there. Yeah. So, interesting getting in here today. I know, I know. Another month's rolled by. Yeah, Mark, that's right. Here, and, uh, here we are, January podcast. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at January, looking let's at the kind it. of the month-end review. Yep, yep. So, Month in review, I mean, January, we started off strong. I mean, January, really, when you're looking at the financial markets, and let's just talk about kind of the S&P 500, I think that that's going to be the broadest indicator that would give us a feeling for how the stock market did or didn't do. Um, so, you know, coming to the year, a lot of strength, a lot of momentum. Um, I think that investors were really charged up about getting 2020 in the rear view, maybe getting some of the political... Um, you know, issues behind us, right. all of that. So anyway, we started the uh, the the year strong. Month kind of faded off, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we I, I think we had what I would call a healthy pullback towards the end of January. Um, S&P 500 finished the month down about 1.1%. Not too bad. That dip I'm referring to is about 4%. Oh, so healthy. Yeah, healthy, and uh, you know, it's just a way for the market to kind of blow off the froth, make sure that uh, the risk taking that's out there is prudent. Um, you know, when when risks elevate to a point that is is not prudent, the um, natural healing takes place, right. and the market takes care of business. Well, looking at the month of January, we touched on it you know, in the last podcast, but there is this thing called the January effect. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So the January effect, it's kind of like, you know, you got the farmer's almanac. Well, let's talk about the stock picker's almanac. Uh, One of the things that you would find, one of those adages out there would be how January goes, goes the rest of the year, the January effect. I mean, maybe there's some credence to it. Um, I, I know that going far back in history, you would have seen something like the January effect, but you know, since 2000s, really, I think it's kind of flip-flopped. And actually, about 90% of the time, if January is down, the year is actually positive. <laughs> so, I mean, more recently, I think that it's uh, it's becoming less and less relevant. But, it, you know, you got to talk about it in right. the January it's podcast, there. right? There, yeah. So, so we, there's been a lot of news in January. And, you know, I think at the beginning of this month, we thought we were going to start with one thing. <laughs> and now, you know, there's something else. And it's really kind of led to some systemic market movements and specifically Ah, GameStop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love the systemic uh, use of term there because the market is a system, the capital market system. And when you have these anomalies in the system, it's not just specific to a meme stock or a stock that's gained attention on the internet. It's going to, you're going to see how maybe that one stock reverberates through the whole system. And so one of the things that we saw happen was, um, you know, a couple different stocks really caught the uh, eye of a group of investors on the internet, and there were certain things that uh, took place. But here's here's what we can take away from the internet stocks, the GameStop stocks, is that everything is interconnected. And sometimes you can see market volatility and truly point to something that is causing it. And we kind of saw that play out here Mm -hmm. in uh, late in January. Right. Now, a lot of my clients have kind of asked me, maybe the average client doesn't know what short selling is, but in a way, that's kind of what triggered this group of investors. Right. Triggered the market volatility. So short short selling. selling. So short selling and, and 
How long do you have? <laughs> because, I mean, there are many, many different facets and depths to short selling. But let's just keep it uh, simple and compact and just say, if if I'm an investor, and in this instance, it was hedge funds, mm-hmm. you have a brokerage account, wherever it is, you own a stock, I can simply borrow that stock from you and actually sell it, take the proceeds with the idea that I will give it back to you at some future date. Mm-hmm. Now, my speculation is that the stock is going to be lower, oh, you're right? Down. Okay. So I borrowed the stock from you, sold it. Yeah, I know I have to get it back to you, but I'm hoping that I can buy it at a lower price and give it back to you. Right. That's called selling short, where I've sold, I don't own it, I borrowed it from you. Now, the the... The risk there, what if the stock keeps going up? Mm -hmm. Well, now I'm going to have to give it back to you at a higher price. And you know what? There may come a time where you go, hey, you borrowed that stock from me and the price is way up there. I want it back right now. That's going to be called a margin call. So what ended up happening was the internet caught attention of these very, very high um, percentage of shares short. Mm -hmm started to drive the price of those stocks up, creating these margin calls on the different hedge funds. Mm-hmm. Now they have to you know, buy at a higher price to get it back to you. And this generated losses. Yeah. Those losses needed to be covered. So that's why you saw the major indexes, the stocks that we know and love and they make up the S&P 500, those actually had to be sold to fill the hole that these losses created in the hedge fund community. Now, volume was light when this was all going on. So really the participants in the market at that point in time mm-hmm. were all looking to sell. That's where you got the 4% pullback in the market. But guess what? It was that natural healing process. Right. The risks just got out of whack. And the market has a way of bringing it right back to the norm. Well, and I know that you and I are both, you know, definitely market history buffs, and yep. we like the sayings that exist. And the GameStop actually, we'll call it a situation. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, it reminded me of a saying that there are no friends on Wall Street. Right, right, right. And so let's take this a step further and say that we get to protect our clients. Mm-hmm from some of the harsh realities that exist in the financial markets. You know, when it starts to feel like it's it's so easy and it's so simple and all I need to do is jump on this internet stock, the market has a way of, of writing that in a pretty violent way. Mm. And so the market system is really set up for big institutions. Let's just lay it all out there. That is what it is. That's how it's set up. Um, you know, the retail investor, it, it's tough to swim in those waters where you and I get to wake up every day and go to work and make sure that our clients in this environment that can be very scary, choppy, volatile are protected. We have a solid ship for them to be on. And every single day, we get to make sure that that ship is chartering the right course. I always say, you know, we've built this fence. Yep. And we make sure we know what's coming in and out in terms of the risks that are involved. Right, right, exactly. So, you know, it's You just- know, when you're dealing with your life savings, this is not a gamble. Mm-hmm. This is an investment strategy. And, uh, you know, Advanced Capital is very good at it. We're one of Barron's top 100 right. Right. You know, right. investment advisors. So it's quite an honor. And at the beginning of the podcast, I talked about, well, I thought for sure a certain topic would lead the podcast, yep. you know, talking about, you know, we've got a new president yes. and Georgia runoffs and political unrest, you know, all these things, that's how the year started. It might right. even be hard to remember that, but it is. Right. 
You know, so looking at the markets and the economy with that, did we learn anything? Yeah. You know, necessarily from some of those so, outcomes. So you're not going to leave the political stuff in the in the rear view because <laughs> some of it is beyond us yeah. now. Yeah. And let's just say that you know, um, when you look at that that political lens that we uh, we had to look through uh, as we went through the election season, we had the special runoff, we had individuals scaling the wall at the Capitol building. Um, you know, I mean. There's all this stuff going on, and there's a couple things to take away from it. Number one, we now know more than we did prior to these events. And right on down to the Georgia runoff, okay, we know what we're dealing with. So guess what? The portfolios for clients that we're managing are going to align with the environment that we now can see formulating. Um, You know, one of the things, and it's... It's not troubling necessarily, but it's one of these realities. Did you know that the market hit an all-time high when the capital was under siege? That's crazy. Okay, so what that means is that rarely do you see uh, societal unrest impacting the financial markets. Should it? Maybe. I don't know. But again, we're history buffs. So uh, sometimes the headline is a great headline, Mm. but... That's it. They're so selling guess, headlines. They're selling headlines. So I guess what we can take from this is, look, at a lot of that stuff's in the rearview mirror. Now we can align uh, investment portfolios going forward. Mm-hmm. So we're in a, a, a position of power. Well, and that's good. Yep. You know, and they're always looking for the best interest of the clients with whatever those, you know, new rules are. Right. One topic that's probably been a topic on every podcast is the stimulus. Still, it's, we don't. It's in the news. Yeah, 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 yeah. And still, it's, it's a vague you know, um, concept out there. But here's the thing. The market has baked it into the cake, so to speak. Mm -hmm. The market has baked it into the cake. And so, um, you know, I sure hope that the traction continues. I hope that it's well thought out. I hope that, um, you know, that we can move that ball down the road or down the field a bit. And, um, you know, again, we'll see what comes of the stimulus, but recognize that the market is anticipating it. But hey, the market is also anticipating. So anytime the government spends money, it's called fiscal stimulation. And you're stimulating the economy from a fiscal perspective. There's also something called fiscal contraction Mm -hmm. that would come with higher taxes and things like that. So, you know, there's movement there. Right. And we are paying very close attention to it. Right now, though, it's just kind of uh, we're waiting for details. Right, right. Well, and we might even have some of those details as we look ahead to February. Right, right, right. January's come and gone. Yeah. We got blizzard here in West Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Winter is in full swing. Um, So, right, February, looking forward, uh, short month. So that's interesting in and of itself. Um, Sometimes you see some different things take place when when you get those short months. But, you know, I want to take this time to use a Warren Buffett saying, and that is Warren Buffett said, when the tide goes out, you see who's swimming naked. And, and that is really, I think, reflective of what we saw early, late in the month of January with all the market volatility. Mm-hmm. It really kind of set up for a healthier move into February. So from that perspective, I'm very constructive. Mm. Not to mention, we're hearing um, fourth quarter 2020 earnings mm-hmm. right now, and they're shaping up quite well. Pretty well. Doesn't mean we won't have volatility, but I can tell you that uh, move lower and the volatility at the end of January makes me feel better about entering the month of February. And uh, you know, I think that uh, the conditions are are there for a prosperous 2021. So I'm very constructive on that as well. Well, Ryan, great 
day today. Yeah. Great topics. We look forward to February. Yep. And uh, we want to thank everyone for joining us. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. All right. See you, Ryan.